Welcome to the Radical Flow podcast. My name is Angela. Radical Flow is flow that's on a mission, and that mission is to create a much better reality for us all. Welcome to episode three. Stress is definitely escalating in intensity in our world. Today I want to talk about what's actually creating or building that intensity. And how can we use the energy and the pressure that's being built up in order to evolve? So let's go ahead and launch a little bit above the normal conversation that's happening everywhere else. And instead, let's take a radical flow view of things. Grab your coffee or tea, get really cozy, and let's dive right in. I want you to imagine that in front of you is an earthen pot. Within that pot is water, and fire is now heating that water. Soon, steam starts to form, and it rises up into the air. And as it goes higher and higher and higher, eventually, it goes right off into space. What I've just described for you, and what I've painted as a picture, is really what's happening in your body with the elements. And there is a really good reason why knowing this analogy and understanding its dynamics will really help to not only alleviate the pressure and the intensity that's building, but also direct that energy toward outcomes that will create a much better reality for yourself and all of those around you. So let's dive in and unpack this idea. Science is always telling us that we are made from these five elements. And the Hindu chakra system further takes that into the alignment of the spine and how each of those chakras is an access point to one of these elements. If we drop right down to the bottom of the spine at the root chakra, this is the earth chakra. We know that the earth chakra is that garden bed of our mind where all of our patterns and programs and conditioning is planted. There's seeds we've inherited and learned, ready and waiting to express their potentials with sort of preset opportunities. Being in this earth chakra really grounds us in this individuated form and gives us an experience of being separated from the whole as an individual. As we rise up a little higher into the sacral center, we start to access the water element. And water is essentially energy that's in motion. And as this energy flows across the earth element, it starts to pick up the flavor of who we are in this conditioning and what we want to create. And the water movement gives us this desire to express ourselves, to show up as who we are, to start connecting with other individuals, and to create. And as that happens, we rise a little higher in the spine to the solar plexus and start to access the fire element, which has the power to convert that water into steam and further send it up the spine. When we enter this solar plexus area, we're also moving from connecting with individuals to now connecting with groups of individuals, community, the collective, our peers, power and authority. And here we get to kind of measure how what we're going to express or create is going to fit into the world. 
Now, normally what would happen from here is the fire element would then turn that water into steam and the steam would rise even higher into our heart centers. From our heart centers, we would then send that steam even higher in the form of sound current to the throat so it could emanate out into space and communicate with the universe who we are, what we want to create, and how we want to connect. Now, what's happening for us right now is that that expression isn't flowing in that natural way. Why? Because we've got so much stress happening and our bodies are becoming so tense and contractive and we're trying to repress and control the intensity of the flow. So what we've essentially done is we've put a lid on our pot. We've put a lid on our pot right at the solar plexus. Why? Because we think we can control the flow, the rate and the speed at which things are hitting us. If we could just clamp it down and contain it. Unfortunately, we know that doesn't work. If you go into the kitchen and you put a pot of water on the stove and you put the lid on it and you bring it to boil, that steam is going to build pressure in the pot and pretty soon that lid's going to start bouncing so that some of that pressure can escape. The same thing is happening within our bodies. As we keep that lid over the solar plexus, all these desires to express, to connect and create who we truly are, are now kind of blurping out at the solar plexus, moving horizontally out into the collective. And in doing so, we're stopping to ask the questions. If I show up this way, if I express myself this way, if I want to connect this way, if this is who I truly am, Am I going to be okay in the collective? Am I going to fit in? Will I be approved of? Will I be loved and included? Or will I get in trouble? Will I be in danger? Will I be safe? All these questions are coming up. And what's happening is that instead of sending that energy vertically to the heart so that you can express, we're sending that energy out into the collective and we're asking the collective to tell us who we should be, how we should show up, what we should think, what we should feel, what we should say, how we should look. We're giving all of our power over to the collective. Now, we are humans who live in community, so the collective is important. Of course we want to belong and fit in. Of course we want to be loved and appreciated and valued. Of course we want to be connected. These are important parts of being human. But not at the expense of giving over one's identity to be defined by a collective field. And furthermore, it wouldn't be so bad if it was just a few of us that were blurping out at the solar plexus, but it's not. It's a lot of us. And so when you think about that, if the majority or a lot of the collective is doing this, who's making sound, true self decisions? And what kind of reality is actually being created in this need or desire to show up in a way that will fit in in a collective that's all doing the same thing. It's like popcorning off each other in some chaotic random thing where nobody's really showing up as they are. That's dysfunctional. 
So what would happen if we just took off the lid? Well, that energy would take into consideration everything that's unpacking in this solar plexus horizontal blurping, and it would send it into the heart. Now the heart is built to receive this. The heart is the connection point between the lower three chakras and the upper three chakras. The lower three chakras are the denser elements that kind of define and hold our individual state, our human experience, who we are, how we want to connect and create, and how we want to interact and contribute to community. The upper three chakras are more associated with our consciousness, our soul, our spirit, the part of us that is infinite and connected to everything. And in truth, where we really fully connect to the collective. And so the heart is the bridge between the two. The heart is neutral. The heart is aware. The heart is that sweet spot where we can let the what is of the lower chakras completely unpack. The heart will receive that free of judgment, free of aversion, free of any conditions completely allowing you to be who you are in every way, all your hopes, all your fears, all your dreams, and all your worries, all of it. The heart receives it unconditionally. And at the same time, the heart is fully connected to that part of you that's tapped into everything, the part of you that can intuitively sense in the unknown where things are not yet manifest, but everything is possible. Now, Often we hear the word intuition or intuitive and we think, well, that's just something that certain people get the experience of, but not everyone. It's not true. Intuition is our natural state when the lid is off the pot. When we're fully connected in the heart, allowing the what is to rise as we allow the what's possible to meet it. And when we do so, we release that pressure. And we allow all that energy that's building and churning and stirring, that's revealing to us what we're made of and what we believe or perceive our world to be, it's letting all that information be seen so that it can be liberated and refined. When we live in this sweet spot at the heart and greet this energy, when we live there, we're able to make conscious responses rather than those autopilot reactions that come from giving the power to the collective and then doing whatever we think we need to, to fit. So what would happen if more and more of us took the lid off the pot and really got present in our sweet spot in that aware heart center? What would happen to those who are still stuck with the lid on in that horizontal alignment. Well, the more of us that showed up vertically aligned in the collective, the more examples of that those stuck in the horizontal would see. And the more encouraged and inspired they would become to lift the lid, to honor who they are as an individual, to love and respect themselves for every part that they're made of to fully connect and hear this intuitive sensory system that taps into something much bigger. 
Because when we're in that heart center, wanting to connect to the collective, it's not coming from the place of needing to be included and loved and connected. It's coming from the place of loving and including and connecting. We become the ones creating the environment that we seek. And the more and more of us that do this, the more and more we will inspire others to do the same. When I work with clients, they always in the end come back and say, finding my sweet spot changed my life. Because finding the sweet spot allows you to still deal with the stress, to still go into those places where you're anxious and panicky and worried and where you feel a little unsafe or threatened. You can still go to those places, but you're with yourself. You're aware, you're witnessing, free of judgment, full of compassion and love for self, allowing yourself to really unpack what's there instead of trying to suppress it or avoid it or impair it or just put it out of your mind. Instead, people go with themselves into these places and in doing so, they make radical shifts in who they are fundamentally. They change the seeds that are planted in their garden to be the seeds of the true self so that they feel comfortable to live a life with the lid off. This is Radical Flow. Thank you for taking time to listen today. It means the world to me. If you're enjoying this podcast, I would love it if you would share it. And if you'd like to go onto the Apple platform and leave a review, that would mean so much. Have yourself a most amazing day. And until next time, enjoy the flow.